Hello? Are you there? doesn't do this. Oh, no. Hello? There you are. Why is it poor connection? Because your internet sucks. I'm at my old house. Oh. And it didn't used to suck. Well, it's working now. Okay, great. Why are you in your old house? Did you get kicked out of your new house? <sighs> no. So I literally just landed uh, like maybe an hour and a half ago from Austin. Got a text last night. It's kind of a long story. Basically, I got a text last night about a friend of mine that's throwing a surprise birthday party tonight for another friend of ours. And it just so happens that there was another surprise birthday party on Wednesday night that I was supposed to go to. And I was, I really had every intention of going and I just didn't get my work done and was so tired by the time I did get my work done that I didn't go. And I got dragged for it by my other friends. Like, you're a bad friend. You didn't go to the party. And so when there was another one tonight, I was like, okay, this is my chance to redeem myself and prove I'm not a bad friend. So I agreed to go. And then I looked at my calendar and I was like, oh shit, I have to record a podcast at 730. What? I can't go. Then I was like, all right, you know what I could do? I could go to my my downtown house that my friends live in and record my podcast there and then go to the birthday party because I'll still be downtown. But I just know myself. And if I were to go all the way home to do this podcast, I would never leave again. Yeah. I'm sorry. We could have done it tomorrow. You said you couldn't. Well, yeah, because I'm doing um, the People's Choice Awards. <laughs> yeah, so we can't do it tomorrow. I mean, we could. We can. I can just get up early and we can do it tomorrow. Nah, we're doing it now. We're doing it. I'm committed. I'm in. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know all that information. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't either until like this morning. Good for you for being a good friend. I'm trying. I'm trying to salvage my friendships. You know, it's hard being an adult and being a good friend because you have so many responsibilities of your own and you're torn in so many different directions and somehow you seem to have less and less time. But friendships take time, you know? For sure. You got to nurture them like a flower. I kill all the flowers I get. So that's cool. <laughs> well, you've kept this friend for the past three years, so. Uh, you know why? You know how I've kept this friendship well? It's because you, your friendship, we're, we have more of a succulent friendship. Mm. <laughs> it mm -hmm. only needs water like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> and it totally survives. But I feel like that's the best type of friend to have. The only type of friend I can have. <laughs> yeah. Friends that are like, we never hang out. And they're like always doing that. You're just like, ah, okay. You know, like they're exhausting. Yeah. But friends like me are the best. I mean, we talk every week effectively, but you can go out to dinner or lunch. You picked up where you left off and everything's cool. Yeah. No, agreed. Those are always my favorite friendships for sure. And I have many of those that have lasted over the years. So I know it's possible to do, but, but you know. Yeah. Now um, you're trying to water some friendships, okay? Well, listen, I get it, man. I just burn bridges. <laughs> I said, let it burn, baby. I'm already getting the, I thought we were friends and I'm not invited to the wedding oh. thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we haven't sent out, no one's invited right now, you know? Yeah, so why would people say that? Because I think people saw engagement, engagement oh. party, and they assume if they weren't invited to the engagement party, they're not coming to the wedding. But the, the truth of the matter is, one, if we invited everyone that's coming to the wedding to the engagement party, everyone would come and that would be just as expensive as a wedding and then I would be out of money. Oh, totally. For the most part, the engagement party was like super tight my family, super tight Sarah's family, and then like friends who just lived in town that are like part of the wedding party. If like, But we haven't mm -hmm. gotten to that point yet. But yeah, I'm already getting that. And if you know what, here's, here's, here it is. If you do that to me, now I don't want to invite you. Totally. Because you're that guy or you're that girl. Totally. You know, now I'm like, oh, I was, but no. Yeah, now you're like, well, you kind of you kind of lit your invitation on fire there. Bro. Yeah, you shot your shot a little <laughs> too early. 
by the way, I feel great. I went and had People's Choice Awards rehearsal today. Oh, you did the rehearsal today. Gotcha. Yeah, today was the rehearsal. So I'm doing it with Tanya and Justin Silvestri. Honestly, like it couldn't be a more fun, like a fun group of people to hang out with and do mm-hmm. the show with. I wish you were there, actually. It's too bad you don't live here. You'd be perfect for these type of things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> you really would be. Like, you're so much more apt for this than I am. Because you, like, understand fashion. You're uh, in the industry. I'm just like the Waka Waka guy. But whatever. I'm happy. <laughs> But I wish you were there doing it. But this is a really good crew. But anyways, I got home. I made myself a little old-fashioned. Ooh, nice. Mm. You know, everyone I forget was... it's Saturday night. Yeah, we're recording this a couple days early because we're just busy next week. You know, when you have an engagement party, no one really knows what to give you. So they give you alcohol, which is what, like, I'm not complaining about gifts. We were given so much alcohol. And so the other day I was, I got to start drinking this shit or our bar is going to be a problem. That's actually horrible for people to give you all that alcohol. And then you drink it all before the wedding and then you're puffy for your wedding. Yeah, I know. Right. So (laughs) someone gave us like a really nice bottle of whiskey or bourbon. I don't even know. What kind? I, I don't even know. It was in its own wooden box with a glass Ooh. case. And I was like, and Sarah doesn't drink whiskey. And I was like, no. you know what? YOLO. No time like the present. That's <laughs> true. And I got to say, as I got, because last episode we were talking about how like I drink well liquor all the time because I don't, uh-huh. I can't tell. But this is oh, fucking delicious. I'm going to need you to take a photo of it and send it to me so I can see what it is because no one loves good bourbon more than Rai Rai. Oh, really? Yeah, he loves it. He was drinking, he had a glass of whiskey the other night. He was just drinking some whiskey on ice while we were FaceTiming, and I was like, who are you? Oh, this is really good to know because, well, one, he doesn't live in America, so it's probably hard to get really good whiskey. It is. It's funny to him. Irish whiskeys are really good whiskeys over there, and it's funny because over here, I think those are some of the cheaper, not as good whiskeys. Well, no, I mean, there's phenomenal Irish whiskeys, but... Is there? Yes, absolutely. One of the last times I went over there, I took him a bottle of Basil Hayden's. It's a Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. Have you had that? It's my favorite. Is that the one that's got the horses that gallop on the top? No, it does not. It's a different one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? I do. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it. Those are cool just because the bottles are cool because they have different horses on top of all of them and you can collect them all. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, uh, but Basil Hayden's is so good. If you have never had that, I need to buy you a bottle. Not that you need more liquor, but yeah, I don't. I'm a big bullet rye guy. That's always like a reasonably priced good rye or bourbon. Mm-hmm. I like bullet. You know, Four Roses is good. You know, whatever. Anyways, yeah. whatever the fuck this is, fantastic. But here's my thing. Here's the least favorite thing. Actually, should we shut the show? Yeah, we gotta. Okay, you. Sorry, I did the last one. I feel like. Okay. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Will Sam Brandy. I have no bell. Sorry. That's okay. I'll, I'll I'll bell for you, dude. We fucked up we do? royally. Why on Halloween? When you say we, I mean Sarah and myself and my brother and his <laughs> wife and yikes, Dan and Beth and Steve Lee and Sierra and Connor and those were the people that came over. We had a bowl of candy. Well, this is really funny. Sarah is a candy Nazi. Really? When kids come up to the door and they take more than one piece, she goes, only one piece. (laughs) I can totally hear her saying that. And I'm like, I don't know why. Who the fuck cares? Take a handful. I don't care. So we had a handful. Take whatever you, I don't just take it. So we (laughs) filled up the bucket. Well, my brother did the filled up the 
basket or whatever. And then mm -hmm. by the end, I was like, I was like, you can only take one, we're running out, you know? Come to find out, that was only half the bag. Oh. Look at all the candy. I just, I just eat fucking every day. I eat more and more fun-sized candies. I know. I actually have the same thing going on at my house, and I do exactly the same thing. Like I'm gonna do it right now. I'm having three musketeers because it's just the nougat's amazing. Oh, you know what no. my favorite is that's laying around is the Kit Kat bar. Oh man, we got a whole bag. It's of a ding for the Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. We got a whole bag of Kit Kats. It's red Kit Kat. It's dark chocolate Kit Kat for when you want to get Love fancy. The dark chocolate. And then there's Love the it. white chocolate for when you want to be racist. All right. Like how many Kit Kats do we got? But the, just the one was great. I like all the flavors of Kit Kat, honestly. Agreed. I saw that Kit Kat came in number one in the top like 30 candies for Halloween. Really? Which was surprising as balls. Because I would have thought like M&M's maybe. Favorite candy. Reese's peanut butter cups. I disagree. They're n I don't love them. What are you, a communist? They're delicious. They're fine. I'm not a big peanut butter guy. Wow. I mean, think about it. It's so good for you. Peanut butter is good for you anyways. And then there's a little. I uh, know. And there's like a little thing of, of chocolate on it. It's delicious and healthy. It's definitely not healthy. Could but be. I like peanut M&Ms in the yellow bag. Oh, yeah? Those are bomb. I don't hate that. So anyways, I'm just slowly digging this hole to diabetes because we have so much candy and I can't give it away. Seriously, if there's a YFTer out there in the greater Los Angeles area that lives close <laughs> to where we live in the valley, I will meet you at a predetermined location and I will give you all this fucking candy. Get it away from me. Someone's going to take you up on that. Good. I will go there and give it to them. The problem is, is that's going to be gone. Before, because we keep <laughs> eating eat it all. Literally, like I walked in the day and Sarah was like just crushing some M and M's. She's like, "We gotta get rid of all this candy." I'm like, "I know." And then, but <laughs> I had been working all day, so I was kind of hungry. So I was like, "Well, you know, like looking for like snacks." And then, of course, here we are in candy. Well, yeah, well, when, when that's the only thing laying around, then you just gotta eat. Dude, it. I know, I know it. It's dangerous territory. It is. You got any fave things, bro? I started a new book today, actually. Ooh. It's not a new book. It's actually a, it's, it's a book. Everyone's going to be like, eh, I've already read it or seen it or whatever. But my mom read this book, I feel like forever ago, like maybe when it first came out. And I remember her being obsessed with it and telling me over and over and over that I just had to read it. And for some reason I never did, but it's now a movie that I haven't seen yet. It's called The Art of Racing in the Rain. Did you tell me you saw this movie? No, but uh, Caitlin's been tweeting about it really recently. So I know about it. Oh, yeah, that's okay. So Milo um, is in it, and a dog is in it. And Amanda Seyfried, who's one of my faves. Mm -hmm. She got big old eyes. Love, love her. Um, but anyway, I so I finally, I was at the airport today, and I desperately needed a new book, and I, I was perusing the shelves, and I had read so many that are up there that I, it was like a little embarrassing that I have that much free time to read on planes. But um, I was like looking around, and the only one that really jumped out at me that I hadn't read is The Art of Racing in the Rain. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick this up, and I'm going to read it before I watch the movie. Otherwise, I like reading books first because I usually they're a lot denser and like then if you don't read the book first, then it's ruined. So picked it up. It's a very quick read. I'm already like a third done with it and I had a two hour flight today. But it is really cool. So it's basically like as far as I've gotten into it, it seems like the premise is the story is told from the perspective of this dog, right? That lives with this family. It's just a really unique perspective of what goes through a dog's brain and how they perceive things. And it's totally fiction, obviously. Like, I don't think there's any research to back up any of the way the, this guy wrote this or whatever, but. Because a huh? dog didn't sit down at a typewriter and crack that puppy nah. out. 
Nah, dog. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how they translate it to film. So my plan is to finish the book in the next few days and then watch the movie and have a movie review next week. So far, I'm loving it. I started reading a new book, and it's, I mean, it's been out for a while, but I just haven't gotten around to it. It's called Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, I think I've heard of that. So the plot is this. The book tells a story of a single mother, Mia Warren, who moves into the suburbs in Ohio with her teenage daughter, where they become involved with Elena Richardson and her picture-perfect family. While Mia is a free spirit artist with a mysterious past, Elena is a stickler for the rules and status quo. Little fires everywhere. Your book plot voice is insane. I'm so in the beginning of it, but like it's a New York Times bestseller. So like this is, uh, I guess, so dumb, but whatever it is, I'm reading it now. It starts out with this family's house burns down. And all the siblings are like, well, it was definitely her, like the youngest daughter who's like kind of, I guess, maybe like mentally not there. She definitely did it. And like they can't find her, you know, and she'd started little fires in every like different room. Oh, you know, lighter fluid or whatever. I will say um, very intrigued with little fires everywhere. OK, I like the title. Right. I do, too. The title of The Art of Racing in the Rain is what threw me about the book in the beginning. It's why I never really picked it up. I was like, I just don't really get the title. And now that I've read a few chapters, I I understand it, and it's cute. It's like the dog's owner is a race car driver, mm-hmm. and his whole life he sits around with his owner who watches like tape of himself driving race cars, and the guy explains to the dog the art of racing in the rain. Like this guy's like really good at race car driving in rain specifically, and I don't know. I thought that was cute once I knew, but I feel like a title can really make or break a book because if you're not into the title, you're not going to pick it up. I 100% agree with that. I'm a little yeah. annoyed right now because um, Stephen King's new movie, uh, Dr. Sleep. I saw that on the shelves today. So that's an older book. That's the sequel to The Shining. It is? Yes. Oh, wow. And I, when I was doing a YFT on The Shining, people were like, you need to read Dr. Sleep. It's what happens mm-hmm. afterwards. And I was like, oh. And, but I just finished Dreamcatcher, which is another Stephen King novel. And before that, I hated that movie. If you read the book, the movie is actually pretty phenomenal because it's really, really close to the book, which is surprising to me. And also, just not the norm when you read books and then watch movies. Like the way they were able to do it was kind of impressive. Anyways, I was like, I need a Stephen King break, you know? Yeah, you do. And then I started reading Little Fires Everywhere, and then Doctor Sleep's coming out, and I was like, Ah, I gotta read the book. So. So that's what you started? No, I'm still reading Little Fires Everywhere. But once I finished that one, directly back to my boy Stephen King. Love Stephen King. He's also a pretty good Twitter follow. Is he? I'm going to give him a ding for his Twitter follow. Like, what kind of things is he tweeting? He's super liberal. But if you read any of his books, you'd know that about him. And that's not why I think he's funny. Some publication gave him, like, a bad review. He's kind of petty. There's nothing. He doesn't need to prove anything at this point. But he's kind of petty. And he, like responded to it being kind of bitchy about it. And I was like, good for you, Stephen King. Don't take any fucking gut from these (laughs) swine, you know? Yeah. How old is Stephen King? Do we know? I don't know. Timeless. Just curious. He's 72 years old. What? He's old. Well, yeah, but he's been around forever. Dang. Get it, Stephen King. And also, like, if you read his books, like, they're so long, always. I know. He should be 7 million years old. That's probably true. You know? 
Wells, I got to tell you about one of my new favorite things. It's a jewelry company called Missouri. Thanks for the ding. It's spelled M-E-J-U-R-I, and it's a fine jewelry company that is finally changing the narrative that existed around fine jewelry for hundreds of years. I know jewelry is one of those things that it can be really, really expensive. And for me, a lot of times, like, I'm just not willing to spend that much money on myself to buy myself nice things. But the thing I love about this company is that you can get handcrafted fine jewelry for every day at an everyday reasonable price because you should be able to gift yourself some fine jewelry and not need Valentine's Day or another occasion as a reason and not have to depend on someone else to buy you something that you like. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, girl. Preach. <laughs> They've removed traditional markups when it comes to pricing so you can see how they price each item in comparison to the estimated retail cost on every product page. A diamond ring that's easily over $500 at a traditional retailer is less than 200 at Missouri, but not because they're cutting corners. All of their stuff is so beautiful. I went on and got myself a Diamonds Pave star ring. It's so b- beautiful, and it reminds me of Astra because Astra's name means stars. So now I have a cute little ring with two stars on it, and it's going to go so well with my little horseshoe that my mom got me. I'm so excited about it. I've always really wanted to be that the girl that wears like multiple rings. I think it's such a cool look. But again, like good jewelry is expensive. But with Missouri, I went on and I ordered a few of like re- these really thin, beautiful hammered stackable rings. And I got them for such a good price that I was able to get two or three to make the kind of look that I want when I wear my rings. Go check them out on Instagram or sign up to see their latest weekly drop. This week they're featuring for them plus for me, two new designs to Missouri's engagement collection. Oh, maybe well, needs to get in on this. Well, he did already buy a ring, though. Yeah. Or you can just treat yourself right now. Go to Missouri.com slash YFT for free shipping on orders over $100. Spelled M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash YFT. Missouri.com slash YFT. I wish I had a promo code for that engagement ring. That's for sure. No kidding. <laughs> All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Oh, I forgot to talk about this a, a couple weeks ago. So, and this might be controversial, but I just think it's so silly and not. So I posted a photo three weeks ago. It's myself and Sarah. It's Ashley and Matt and Sierra and Connor. And those are like our good friends here in L.A. And we were Mm -hmm. at we were at Katie Stevens wedding. It's from the photo booth. And all of our girlfriends or in my case, fiancés are sitting on our laps 
Matt's holding both of Ashley's boobs and she's making like a silly face and he's making a silly face. And I've got one hand around holding Sarah's boob and she's making a silly face and I'm making like a hey face. And then like Connor and Sierra like didn't get the boob memo, I guess. And they're just like being cute and kissing. And I posted it and, mm-hmm. and, I, and my caption was never let go of those you hold dear. And like that was funny. <laughs> right. And then. Yeah, I, I know exactly what photo you're talking about. And I thought it was funny. Right. And then. Yeah. I get sent from Instagram. What? Your post goes against our community guidelines. We removed your post because it goes against our community guidelines on nudity or sexual activity. Our guidelines are based on on our global community, and some audiences may be sensitive to different things. Post removed for nudity or sexual activity on October 30th. That's ridiculous. So, whoa, okay. And then I noticed someone had written to me and they were like, hey, man, we've noticed that like your, if you do an Instagram story and you try to tag me, I don't show up. All the fake accounts of me show up, but not me. And so Instagram's like oh. effect, was like effectively trying to punish me or whatever. Yeah. And then Shively posted that picture and they took his down. What? So then she posted it. And then a whole Me Too argument erupted in her comment section. Yeah. And here's my thing. I understand being sensitive about that, especially in this day and age. But I think the whole idea of the Me Too thing is centered around consent. And Mm -hmm. Sarah's my fiance. But for Matt, that's his girlfriend. And we all thought that that picture was so funny. And of course, they were consenting adults in the picture because I actually think it was like their idea, you know. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is I look at like social media and Instagram and stuff is a little window into our lives. And I think that's what's cool about it is that everyone has like a different story that they're telling and everyone has like a different experience. And for a lot of people, they think that me and Sarah's experience is very funny or cute. They just are into it. And I'm sorry, but like we're playful and having a good time. And of course, we had a couple of drinks or whatever. And if she was it's slap my hand and was like, don't ever do that. Of course, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. But that wasn't the thing. It was us having a fun time. And that picture was supposed to represent. This is like if you were hanging out with us, you're seeing into our little world. Of course, she's OK with it. Because to be fair, every post that I post with, with Sarah in it, she has to approve it you know <laughs> you know like, yeah well, she has she to be like that looks cute it, and Do it. she's getting flack for it so obviously she consented or she wouldn't have posted it herself well once she saw that that mine got taken down she was like no way man and then she put hers up i mean i love that and that's like ballsy that's like such a sarah thing to do anyways and then like the, there became like this huge conversation like i'm looking right now there's a there's a couple articles about this whole thing which i think is silly there was like this whole as someone who like is part of the me too movement how dare you do this and then sarah clapped back like super fast and was put them in their place and it's very funny because mine was taken down shively's was taken down but hers wasn't no way hers stayed up yeah so i don't know what that means huh i don't either i'm sorry if that offended anybody that was not that was not the point of the thing the point of it was we were at a wedding and we were having a very good time and it was a silly picture. And I thought the whole point of Instagram was so you got to see inside people's worlds. And that was our world that mm-hmm. night. We were having a silly yeah. time. Well, and it's funny, like, you know, the general consensus is that people like authenticity on social media, right? They want you to be your real selves. Mm-hmm. They want you, they just want it to be authentic and real and, but then get offended when you do post stuff like that. So it's just like, well, what do you want? Do you want another cookie cutter freaking picture of me standing in front of a wall in an outfit or do you want a picture of me doing what I do in my everyday life you know what I mean yeah 
I don't know. From the bottom of my heart, if I offended anybody by hosting that picture, I'm so sorry. That was not what I was trying to do. I thought it was silly yeah. and funny. She's my fiance. Me too. Barkley, shut yeah. the well. fuck up. <laughs> I think it's safe to say anybody that knows you guys, you know, thought it was funny and was entertained by it and knows that you didn't mean anything by it. Yeah, whatever. Is oh. Sarah going to the People's Choice Awards? Yeah, she's presenting. Oh, cool. It really worked out a well. little family affair. I How know. Nice. I'm so excited about it. We get to do the glam bot together. Well, hopefully we get to do the glam bot together. Did you get your outfit figured out? I did. And I don't know how you're going to feel about it. And I feel like you're you're either going to love it, it or you're going to hate it. Okay. Can I, you want me to show you a picture? Yeah. So by the time this comes out, it'll be known what I was wearing. Okay. Okay. I don't know how you're going to feel about it. Is it gray? So it's like plaid and then with... What's plaid? It's like kind of like plaid and then it's got a... I'm wearing a black turtleneck and then the black The turtleneck is, is definitely a statement. Uh, yeah, I'm saying something. You are saying something. I'm saying something. It's a good thing you're engaged or you'd be saying something. <laughs> <misleading. laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean... But you're engaged to Sarah, who's a girl, so it's fine. It's funny because this, I think this is an interesting conversation. So E has given me a stylist because they want me to look good on their TV show, which makes total sense. So then you meet with a stylist and he's like, or she's like, what do you like? And I don't have a stuff. I'm like leather jacket, T-shirt, jeans, and boots, you know? Beanie. Beanie. <laughs> they sent me a mood board. Have you ever heard of that? Um. Yes, I have. Thank you. I'm sure you have. So he sent me like all these kind of cool pictures of famous actors wearing cool shit on the red carpet. And there was one of Eddie Redmayne in like this plaid suit with this turtleneck. Like, oh, that's where you got the idea. I was like, I like that. I think that's cool. It's different. If you get asked about your outfit, make sure you tell that story. All right, fine. Whatever. So I came home and I said, Sarah, what do you think? Sarah and her friend were here. I showed them the couple different looks, and they all like the turtleneck look. Okay, all right. But they were saying, it's, it's, it's saying something. Like, it is saying something, and I can't wait to see the reviews. Yeah, people, you think people are going to make fun of me? For sure. Yeah, that's okay. People I'll... make fun of you already, though. It doesn't bother you. That's true. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was watching the news the other night, and it's so funny because I went to school basically to either be a radio host or a news host. Like those were the, broadcast journalism, those are the two things that you like studied. And I was watching the news the other night, and I've just noticed that this happens all the time, and I think it's very funny, and it's just also kind of like lazy news reporting. I think we've all heard it too. It'll be like the two people at the desk talking about the shooting that happened in Inglewood last week. There was a shooting in Inglewood. We caught it with some of the neighbors, and they say they can't believe what happened. And then it cuts to the neighbor that, that says, I can't believe what happened. Like, literally the thing that they were talking about is the thing that the person says. Why wouldn't you just set it up like, we caught up with some neighbors? But instead, it's, neighbors say they can't believe Sandra turned out to be a psycho. Here's a neighbor. <laughs> I can't say that. Here's a neighbor now. I can't believe Santa turned out to be a psycho. Back to you, Bob. Like, it's this, you're saying the exact same thing. Yeah. Community members couldn't believe is- that all the water was going down the drain. Here's a community <laughs> member now. Well, I can't believe all the water was going down the drain. Back to you, Bob. 
You know? <laughs> totally. Sounds like an easy job. I know. Hey, what's the story? Dog adoptions? Okay. Coming up <laughs> at the 6 o'clock news. People in Studio City can't believe all the cute, cuddly dogs that are up for adoption. Sandra? Hey, Bob. I'm <laughs> down here at the Wags and Walks, and uh, I'm here with uh, Sarah. Sarah, what do you think about this? I can't believe all the dogs that are going to be adopted. <laughs> Back to you, Bob. <laughs> That's the fucking thing you just said. Nothing new was said. <laughs> Yet every day, most of America sits and watches the news I and know. likes to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Post-Halloween <laughs> problems. Many homeowners can't believe they have so much candy left over. <laughs> I can't believe I have so much candy left over. <laughs> Back to you, Bob, <laughs> as I open uh, some Mc M&Ms. That sounds good. Okay, I got to stop Astra from chewing up my rug. All right, do Please it. Please hold. No, yeah, let's do it. I'll just do some. Neighbors say they couldn't believe that Brandy got another animal. Here to report on the situation is Sarah, who's actually with Brandy. Brandy, what do you have to say about getting another animal? Well, I can't believe I got another animal. Back to you, Bob. What's one more? It's my life motto. I know. Astrid spilled an entire bowl of water on the floor. It's pretty cool. Oh. I haven't even told you what happened to me at my show last night. Oh, tell me. So I played this like really cool event in Austin. I got to open for G Easy. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but but and the Halsey. What? Yeah, yeah, but Astra. That's my rug. She doesn't care. Astra. What a little piece of poo. I'm about to throw a pillow at her. Do it. Dog abuser Brandy Cyrus throws <laughs> pillow at Astra. Astra can't believe what she's seeing. It didn't even phase her. Let's go to location. Um, hey, uh, Bob, I'm here on location. Astra, what do you think about this? Well, I can't believe what I'm seeing. She threw a pillow at me. Back to you, Bob. Tell me about uh, Austin. Got open for G-Easy, which is pretty cool. The show was cool. Crowd was great. Everything was great, except for it was just very, very disorganized. There was no one. No one knew what was going on. No one gave me any kind of credential or laminate to get it back and forth anywhere. Like It was just kind of like a free-for-all, which was very interesting. After my set, my set ended and Gerald was wa walking up on stage and they made everyone get off the stage for him to walk onto the stage. Okay, valid. But then I expected to be let back on the stage because my stuff was up there. And it took an insane amount of time to get my stuff off the stage. And it was just so crowded. They had to be over fire code. It was the most packed thing in the world. And just, the place just wasn't very big. And so I was so frustrated after getting my stuff. I was like, I just want to get the hell out of here. So I couldn't get to like the backstage door. So I was like, I'm just going to go straight out the main door. I'm just going to walk off the stage, go straight to the crowd and just leave and get out of here. And it was just such like, a rush that... I went to step off the stage, which was very high up and must have not seen a step because I like face planted into the crowd and uh. rolled my ankle and woke up this morning and my ankle is the size of at least two softballs. Let me see it. I don't know how to show you exactly. On you made fun of my turtleneck. <laughs> Let me see your ankle. I don't know how to show you. It doesn't look that bad. That's like, it's hard to show. If you saw it next to my ankle, I'm going to maybe send you a picture after we're done here. Okay. When you see it next to the left normal ankle, 
you're like, that's when it's real and you're like, oh shit, that's a big ankle. Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. Like if I do something that I'm embarrassed about, I like, I'm going to play it off and act like it's no big deal. Even if I, I could have broken my ankle last night. I would have been like, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. It's good. No big deal. I didn't didn't even hurt. But like in reality, like it hurts so bad and I was so not okay. It's Mm -hmm. not even funny. Oh no. (laughs) I'm sorry. So I've been icing my ankle all day. Wells, give me a ding right quick, would you? Yep, yep. You guys know how much I love FabFitFun. There is nothing better than a box showing up at your door full of awesome things that you get to try that you maybe have never tried before. They're full-size products. It's just honestly like a little seasonal gift that you get to yourself, for yourself, or you could gift it to somebody, I suppose. But I really enjoy getting a little gift of my own at my doorstep every season. Wells, have you ever tried FabFitFun? Seriously, I love FabFitFun, not for myself, but I send them to, well, my fiance, but mostly my mom and my sister. And right now, the FabFitFun winter box is on sale. And so for me, like, I really love getting to try new bath and body products. I take a bath every single day, honestly, sometimes twice a day. So for my winter box, I got to choose bath salts, face masks, moisturizers, Really great stuff that I use in the bathtub, and I have discovered some really cool new brands because of FabFitFun. Yeah, make it personal and have some fun. FabFitFun is awesome, and they are offering the seasonal subscription box with a full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value over 200 smackaroos. So head over to www.fabfitfun.com and you can get $10 off your first box. Just use our coupon code YFT. Yeah, so go to fabfitfun.com. That's F-A-B-F-I-T-F-U-N.com and then use YFT as your coupon code. Boom, 10 bucks off of $49.99. But even though, yeah, it's a $200 value. So you're saving so much freaking money we love this company and you will too yeah make sure you check it out the boxes do sell out they only make a certain amount for each season so don't miss out fab fit fun hey you know what one of my least favorite things is brandi what's that pink tax you know about the pink tax i do why do they charge women more for things than they do men when they're the exact same thing it literally makes zero sense to me but okay but it's a thing seriously women have to pay more money than men do for the same stuff. It's true. Honestly, it's one of the reasons why for most of my life I've bought men's razors because they are way cheaper than a woman's razor, but they're seriously the same thing. But I am in love with Billy. They deliver premium razors directly to my door for half the price of what I find in the store. And instead of having to buy ugly men's razors, I get really cute colors, great color blocking, cute little razors that hang on my shower tile with a cute little magnetic holder, and I don't have to pay more for it because I'm a girl. Yeah, for only $9, you can get four refill blades every one, two, or three months based on how often you shave. Each razor cartridge includes five American-made blades encased in aloe shave soap for the smoothest shave That's gentle on the skin. They also have more space between each blade to allow shave cream, soap, and hair to pass on by. There's free shipping always, and you can skip, adjust, or cancel your subscription anytime. But I got to tell you, it really does give me peace of mind to not have to remember to go buy razors because otherwise I just have hairy legs all the time. And so I get them delivered to my door on a regular basis, and I never have to run to the store for a razor. And to express a little love for our show, go to mybilly.com slash YFT. 
for 10% off your razor. It's a small way you can support us while you're getting the best razor you will ever own for half the price of razors in the store. Yeah, and shipping is always free, but this is a limited time special offer. So go now to save 10% off your razor at mybilly.com slash YFT, spelled M-Y-B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash YFT. Yeah. Get some yeah. razors, yo. Did you see Heidi Klum's Halloween costume? No, what is it? Do you have your computer in front of you? Yes, that's how I'm talking to you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Drinking whiskey. <laughs> What am I looking for? Look up Heidi Klum Halloween costume 2019. Oh, speaking of Halloween, I got a follow from Paris Hilton on Instagram after posting my Paris and Nicole outfit. <laughs> what is this outfit of Heidi Klum's? So she's some sort of alien zombie with tubes out of her nipples. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, this is wild. Her brain's exposed. And here's my thing. This makes my alien costume look real bad. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, love really went for it. I love Halloween. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Let's we'll try hard, Heidi Klum. All right, let's pump the brakes <laughs> a little bit, okay? What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to be other than this weird alien with tubes out of their nipples? It's way too much, okay? It's a lot. You sat in hair and makeup for 14 hours so all your friends could be like, Jesus Christ, look at her. Why did she do Is this do that? her Halloween party? Yes. Yeah, I didn't think she does this like crazy Heidi Klum Halloween thing. It's too much. It's not fun. It's a lot. Pump the brakes. I that Heidi Klum could look so ugly. It took that, a lot of work. She's that, beautiful. So beautiful. But also like you've taken it to a level that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's too much. It's a lot. It's too much, Heidi Klum. Bring it back. Bring it back a little bit. All right. Yeah, she looks terrifying. Yeah. I was on a run the other day, and um, so I run with Carl, you know. Carl. And Carl's a bloodhound. Bloodhounds are known to be able to run over three counties on a scent without stopping. Three counties. It's true. Look it up. I did. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so Carl and I are trotting down Laurel Canyon Boulevard. Someone yells out, Hey, it's 90 degrees outside. And I say, Thinking maybe this is a YFT or something. I don't know. So I pull out my earbud. Huh? Hey, it's 90 degrees outside. Okay, thanks. You shouldn't be running your dog in this heat. Huh? Your dog shouldn't be running in this heat. Go fuck yourself, lady. <laughs> this and is why you're alone. <laughs> this is why you're alone. I looked down at Carl. And you know how dogs can't smile, but they kind of can, you know? Yeah. They look totally. up at you and they have that like, <laughs> this is so fun. Oh, my God. Look, you know? Yeah. So I'm having this exchange with this woman who's telling me it's too hot to run my fucking dog, who, by the way, can run over three counties on a scent without stopping in fucking rural Arkansas, which is hotter than two rats <laughs> fucking in a wool sock in the attic in July. That's right. I went to school in Mississippi. Oh, I know a lot of weird from? cliches. So I looked down at Carl and Carl's like, hey, this is great. We're having such a good time. And and I wanted to yell back, hey, I'm the one you should be worried about, not the dog. The dog is doing yeah. just fine. He, in fact, is very happy, whereas I am sweating out my butthole and I want to go home. You know? But also, 
don't yell out of your car telling people that they shouldn't run their dogs because uh, dogs love to run. And you know what? It wasn't yeah. too hot. It wasn't too hot for Carl. It wasn't at all. Nah, 90 degrees in L.A. is like the norm. Dude, by the way, I and maybe I should have been doing this. In the dead of summer in Nashville, we would run the Shelby Bottoms Parkway. A five-mile run at 170 degrees with 7,000% humidity. He was absolutely fine. He loved it. He would beg to go. He'd scratch on the door to try to go. People that do that shit are just crazy to me. And this is why you're alone. 1,000%. Don't yell outside a window and tell someone not to run their dog. Also, if I could make Carl understand English, he would rip out your jugular lady because that's all he fucking wants to do is go on runs. Oh my gosh. You know? Yeah. Can you imagine if that woman was able to talk to like Carl Lee's and Carl would be like, what? Well, I don't know. I really like it. It's pretty fun. I go and sniff shit and I smell stuff and I fucking piss everywhere. It's like my Saturday night at the Roxbury. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I just came up with a great idea for some YFT merch. Should we make tennis balls that say this is why you're alone and you can just throw them at people when they <laughs> shout insults at you? Yes. I'd buy some. Yeah. I do have like a favorite show. Oh, do tell. I think you're going to like this one. Okay, great. I need a new show. I think you're going to like this one. It's on Netflix called Daybreak. Have you heard of it? I've seen previews for it. Yeah. It's not new, right? I think it's only in the first season. Maybe it is new. Premise. All surrounded by this guy named Josh. Not Jock Josh. Not Cool Josh. Not Gay Josh. Not Other Gay Josh. But Canadian Josh. When you watch the show, it'll make sense. Okay. All surrounded. It's all about this. He's a C student. He's nothing great. He's in love with this one girl named Sam. She was like the person who like kind of gave him a tour around campus when he first got to town. It's happening in Los Angeles. In the first episode, there is... I guess it's a nuclear bomb is dropped, some sort of apocalyptical ending to society. But how it works is that only adults are affected by the blast, and it doesn't make them die. It makes them into zombies. So all the kids are still alive and, like, living in tribes and shit, and then all huh. the parents and adults and teachers are now zombies, and they're effectively having to try to stay alive, try to kill off zombies, and then also, like, trying to stay alive between the different tribes. And That sounds pretty good. Josh's whole thing is he's trying to find Sam. Okay. It is so good. So okay. Matthew Broderick is the principal. Okay. And he played Ferris in Ferris Bueller's mm -hmm. Day Off. Mm -hmm. And it's very much a Ferris Bueller's Day Off TV show, but with zombies. Sounds great. It's phenomenal. How come no one's been talking about it? Well, we are now. Now we are. Daybreak. Go check it out. Fantastic. Okay, cool. I'm going to give it a watch. I think you like it. Um, You got anything else? I got one thing. What is it? I know we talk about flying all the time, but I I fly a lot, okay, people? Yeah. And I, I was discussing with Olivia, who, who works for Delta Airlines. We're randomly talking about sitting in rows where the seat doesn't recline and stuff. Mm -hmm. Astra's about to fall off the bed. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't sit in a in a seat that doesn't recline. Like I would rather have no leg room as long as I can recline because if I sit up straight, my back starts hurting in seconds. Like the first thing I do the minute we get high enough in the air is recline my seat. Agreed. And then I'm scrolling through Facebook. Why am I on Facebook? I don't know. But I'm scrolling through and there's an article from the freaking Tennessean, the newspaper, a website article. 
saying no one should ever recline their airline seats because there's not room. So basically they're saying if you recline your seat when you're on a plane that you're rude as fuck. Oh, well, go fuck yourself, I the Tennessee. I disagree with that. 100%. It's my God-given right okay, as an American and as a Christian. Was about. It was like the whole article was like it's not your right to recline your airplane seat because there's not room to do so when you crush the person behind you. That's not my fault. That's the airline's fault for making a row with no room for my seat to recline and letting the seat recline. Like, you can't tell people they can't lean their seats back. Well, also, it's the same thing, right? First person in the row reclines back. So now the guy behind him has less room, but then he reclines his seat back, and then we're back to square one. You know? It's the same distance. say, like, yeah, the person in front of me reclines, and then I'm crushed. But I'm not going to do that to the person behind me. Well, why not? That's your problem. Yeah, that's a no. That's a them problem. That's not my problem. I'm reclining, guys. You know. That's what I'm saying. Um, you got anything else? No, that was my rant about flying. I'm going to recline my seat as much as I freaking want to. Do you remember that there was a thing that you could put in someone's seat so it wouldn't wouldn't recline it? No. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, it's a thing. You can get it. What do you mean? It was like a thing that you like attached to the back of the seat that made it so it wouldn't recline. That's awful. And then you you could it came with cards. <clears throat> it came with cards that say, "I'm very sorry. I I'm tall or whatever. Your seat is now no longer able to recline." And you'd give it to the person. I would be so mad. Oh, I would be like, I don't give a shit, dude. Have I ever told you that story? I was once on a plane. There was a gentleman behind me, and I reclined my seat back, and he reached over and he tapped me. He goes, "Hey, man, can you not recline your seat back? Um, I'm really tall, and it's hitting my legs." You know, we're both sitting down. I was like, oh, okay. You know, you're trying to be a normal citizen, a human. Oh, okay. I, you know, I assume he was like a basketball player and I didn't want to fuck with him. And at the end of the flight, you know, you all get up and you get your crap out of the, out of the bins. Mm-hmm. I'm taller than he is. No. And I look back and I go, D- really long. You're shorter than I am, dude. Did you say that to him? Yeah. I said, what's going on? And he goes, well, I'm, you know, I'm 5'10". Oh, I'm six foot. And you know what I would have loved? Little bit of back room. Little bit of lean. See, I'm sorry, but if you are that tall and need extra room, you need to buy yourself a first class seat. That guy needs to buy himself a first class seat to fuck you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, hey, have you been using it, though? I tried it on Reinhardt the other day, and I don't think he got it. Does he listen to the show, though? No. Yes, he does. You know he does. No, he does does not. But I also, like, thought for sure he would be like, what I said that I thought he'd be like, what? And he just, it didn't even phase him. He just kept going. Yeah, then it did did work because you were like, yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) I know. I just can't believe he, like, let me say, yeah, I don't know, man, to him. I would, like, I don't ever say, like, man. It was just funny. Yeah. I was looking to see Uh if we got any fuck you very muches, but we've gotten a lot of good reviews recently. Oh, great. Keep it coming, guys. Love you very much. I had a YFT uh slide into my DM last night. I guess she tried to come to my show and they were already at capacity and she was super bummed. So I hit her back and, and told her I, I would get her into uh, the Austin show I'm doing with Caitlin. Just because I really love it when our YFTers come out to support and want to hang. Like, I just think that's so cool that yeah. we have listeners that actually want to hang out with us. Yeah. Trying to steal some money from Caitlin is great, you know? Oh, you know, why not? Yeah. You know what's crazy is that she's up for best podcast, the People's Choice Awards. Oh, is she going? Yeah, she'll be there. I can't wait. I, I'm so bummed that I'm missing her L.A. show because, you know, her guest is Nick. I live here, too. They're asking <laughs> to fucking fly me out to all these different places. Why don't I just do that show? 
Because the show of her and Nick Vial reuniting is going to blow people's oh, minds. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be so juicy. I don't know. I feel like they're going to go at each other. I think of, I don't know. I can just picture it. Yeah. All right. I'll give, I'll give them that. I wish I could be at that show. I can't wait to see how it goes. Yeah. Well, okay. So like Jonathan Van Ness's show is up. Mark Marin shows up. Joe Rogan shows up. Becca and Tanya's show is up and Caitlin shows up and I'm sitting there being like, I feel like we're in not in Joe Rogan or Mark Marin or maybe even Jonathan Vanessa's world, but we're in the other world of like those people, those people's shows. Totally. Why, Why are we being nominated? Yeah. What's going on? Why are we being nominated? I don't know. I feel like your favorite thing is a very good, positive show for the peeps. Same. So, you know what? This is my thing. Next year, we don't need to win, but we need to be nominated. I agree with that. I think that's only fair. Yeah. Okay. I got to go because I got to go eat some more Halloween candy. Candy? Must be nice. Yeah. Well, I got to go to a birthday party, so I'm not a bad friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Reports say that Brandy Cyrus (laughs) is a bad friend. Going to Kristen (laughs) on location at Mas Tacos. Kristen, how are things going out there? Well, John, I'm here with Sandra, who's friends with Brandy. Sandra, what do you think of Brandy? She's not a good friend. Back to you, Bob. That's what you just said. Wow, Wells. Wow, wow, wow. I hope one day that you're a news anchor and you have to do this and I can make fun of you for it. (laughs) That's what I hope. That's my dream for you. Oh, no. It's never going to happen. No? A news anchor? Yeah, you never know. Times might get tough. That's true. Instagram's taking away the likes. Who knows what's going to happen? Thank God. I don't, people don't need to see how many likes something gets. I think it'll change how people sell shit on there? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't really care either way. Yeah. All right. Well, I miss you. All right, boys and girls. Buckle up. Buckle up. Gotta go. Go to a birthday party. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Okay, bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.